Family from the Heart, podcast episode number 141. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. And welcome back to another episode of Family from the Heart. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And of course, this is the weekly show that we do, the flagship show of GSPN.TV, the behind-the-scenes action of what goes on in the lives of the Ravenscraft household. Yes. Our attempt to bring to you entertaining content that is also educational, encouraging, and, and perhaps maybe inspirational. We don't know. It's it's we take it by uh, on a case by case basis, <laughs> wouldn't you say, Steph? I think so. Anyway, I we so. we are delighted to be here, and Stephanie, I'm feeling a whole lot better than I was last week. Dude, you sound better physically. I I, I feel better. I, I physically, I probably sound better, but not, I mean, I mean, spiritually and and in my own spirit, I feel better. Right. Uh, yeah. I, it, so, I'm feeling good. 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 I'm. I'm glad. I really am. I've had uh, some wonderful time of of just really. I guess it, it's weird to say this, and but but kind of reconnecting with God and and my original my original calling for podcasting and why I do what I do and all of that stuff. It's it's amazing how how far away from where I was this time last year I've come. You know, it yeah. it, 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 it it it's crazy. I mean. So yeah, I'm I'm happy to I'm happy to to be back where I am now. Good. Yeah. And, Very good. And not that I I still got a little ways to go, but but I'm trusting and and I'm having faith. By the way, if anybody wants to hear about the journey that I've I've been through the last two weeks, I encourage you to go to pursuingabalancedlife.com. Again, that's pursuingabalancedlife.com. Check out episode number four hundred eighty three and four hundred eighty four. And uh, you'll get an idea of what I'm talking about. But I'm, 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 I am. I'm, I'm feeling a lot better, and uh, looking forward to to what the year has in store for us in 2011. So am I. So am I. So I have to. I have to just get this out of the way. Yes. Um, right now, um, on what well, I, w- I was um, cleaning the kitchen. I was doing last night's dishes, uh-huh. which I didn't obviously do last night. Um, before I came down here, I was upstairs cleaning the kitchen, doing the dishes. Okay. And I'm thinking, I really don't want to go do that because it just, in my opinion, they, the last few weeks, they just haven't been very good. And I'm just, you know, uh, I was really struggling with, with it. And I started to blame it on the setup. And then I was like, well, no, Cliff was not feeling last week, you know, feeling well last week. And he was definitely not feeling well the week before that. And so maybe it's just because Cliff's being been sick. But I have to tell you, it's the setup. Yeah. Um, Facing the the back of your head really makes me feel like I'm not part of the conversation. Yeah. And if you go back and listen to last week's episode, it was the Cliff show with the side of Stephanie. (laughs) It was like... (laughs) We, we're gonna have to i understand that it works for you you know um monday through wednesday and and friday and saturday but well and and really it's just the only one hour out of the week that it doesn't work but th- that we have to come up with no, something different for I, the, no i agree i yeah. i totally agree with you that that there's something you know i it almost seems as though during this one hour i need to be able to to face you 
Uh, I don't know how to, I mean, the only other option is to put you over there, but there's really not enough room over there. Is there? Um, it would be, it would be a tight squeeze, but at this point I think it'd be better than, than sitting over there than facing the back of your head. Yeah. Cause yeah. see, I could look, I, I could keep my, I could keep the microphone over here and look there. Right. But, uh, but you, I mean, you see what I mean, right? No, it's I know. Yeah. yeah. It, 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 it's, it's totally killing the whole, it is the whole deal here. Uh, so yeah. I, I recognize we're gonna, that. We're, we're going to have to work on that. Between um, now and next week, we'll need to work on that. And, uh, you know, I know we're, we're talking a whole lot about the studio here, but, uh, um, but yeah, we're in, and, and I guess maybe what I have to do is, is schedule like a, a reboot of the, of the live Ustream server. Okay. Right before family from the heart. It'll just have to be a weekly thing. Uh, because for some reason, every week the the cameras just go they just go dead. They just don't like me. Yeah, but I'm not gonna. Or re- maybe I've set it up that way on purpose. <laughs> there you go. See, that's what it is. You don't like those close up shots. I don't, and especially like these last couple of weeks when I'm coming in, I'm dirt. Like I have a hat on today because there's paint in my hair. Nice. <laughs> there is paint in my hair, and um. Yeah. But. Uh, you know, I have more painting to do, so it's silly to get, you know, all washed up and prettied up for the camera for one hour when, you know, yeah. I'm going to finish and I'm going to go back to the ponytail and the... All right. Well, we'll go back to the drawing so, board. I, I'm not going to completely redo the entire no, studio. And I, and I don't think it's just that this that's table. the answer. We, we need well, to do I don't something think, here. I don't think that redoing the entire studio is the answer. I just think that... You know, but I mean, this works for full time mom, me sitting right here. Yes. You know, it's just this family from the heart that this setup doesn't work. So and the poor people who don't watch live have no idea what we're talking about. But sorry about that, folks. (laughs) Anyway, moving along, we'll we'll deal with this between now and next week. Okay. All right. So, So there you go. Um, We got some things to talk about. Uh, Yes, we do. We have a Narnia movie that we saw. And man, was this movie the most horrible thing I've ever... No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. No, I'm pretty sure you've covered that movie already this year. What? You Didn't you... You've already pegged a movie, the most horrible movie you've ever seen this year, didn't you? Uh, which movie was that? I don't remember. I don't know. Oh. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So, no. <laughs> I don't remember that. Um, but yeah, on Christmas Day, we went to see Narnia. Voyage, Voyage of, of the, the Dawn, Dawn Treader. Treader. And I want to say... It 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 did it did what I wanted to do, and I I think it took it to I think it took the storytelling to a new level, and 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 the cinematography was done in such a way that I felt pulled into the movie. I did too. I don't know if it was because they were on the water most of the time, or I just I really enjoyed it. I well, did. Well, the thing is, is is the 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 book has these you know strange you know characters that are half human, half whatever. I mean, it is yeah you got you got all this weird stuff, and and it was really hard. I mean. I I just didn't I don't think that the the special effects got I couldn't get past right. just how fake everything was. I didn't even the the little was he a rat or what is what? he the the little rat yeah the little rat guy or whatever I even that seemed more realistic in this movie. It, I don't know it was um it was good it, yeah. I really enjoyed it um so much more than than. Prince Caspian. Um, oh, Prince Caspian, I hated. I really didn't enjoy that one at all. And um, and the first one was just okay. This one was, I would actually say this this was a great movie. Okay, now, um, what is this? The first one that 
was not done by Disney, or is this the last one? That this, Disney- I think this is the last one Disney's doing. Okay. It's my understanding. I don't, I don't I'm, honestly, I don't know. I don't understand. It doesn't matter. Um, if they make an, if, you know, if another Narnia movie is made, we'll, we'll see it, obviously, but thoroughly enjoyed, um, this movie. When we, um, when we got to the theater, we found out that they were only showing it in 3D. Oh, yes. On, um, on Christmas Day. And many of you know, Cliff and I are not fans of 3D. No. But I actually, it was, it was good. It was good. I, I, I will say this. I have no doubt in my mind that had we been at a theater that would show this without 3D, which I don't know if there are any, I would have enjoyed this movie even more. Would you have? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I just, I just hate it. I just hate 3D. I, I'm, I, I despise 3D. It makes me, okay. it makes me angry. I'm sorry that you feel that way. I do. I hate it. <laughs> I wear glasses and and no. They're, they're, well, see, now I had my glasses on that day. I know. But and two pair of glasses still, on my head is just not fun. Listen here, Crumpy Pants. I um, am grumpy, but I love the movie. It was, I did. It was really good. I'm glad. I was glad. And and if in fact, I, I think that I think the fact I, here's here's what I would say. The cinematography of the movie got out of the way and I actually caught got caught up in the story. Mm hmm. And where I think my biggest problem with the previous two movies is that I was caught up in the poorly done special effects to where everything right. seemed so fake that what I was seeing on the screen. See, that, now I'm able to just put all of that aside and watch a movie. I know that you are that, that that they're showing me, but um, but I I mean I understand what you're saying. I understand mm-hmm. you know your complaints and yeah. You know. Th- this one I I actually got into the but, story. I felt I it, it almost felt real. I, right. I, I, it really did. I, this this movie, I almost felt like I was watching not a fantasy, you know, a fictional story. Right. But I actually felt like I was I was watching a movie with real characters, even <laughs> even a talking, you know, sword fighting rat. I love the talking sword fighting rat. Yes. Um, I have to say that um, now I haven't I had not read the book Voyage of the Dawn Treader, so I didn't know the story going in. Mm-hmm. And I think I liked that story more as well than, you know, them first finding Narnia and right. going and becoming kings I, and queens and, you know, going back and you know, in Prince Caspian when they go back. And um, I, I think I just in, enjoyed the story more. Right. Do you know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I enjoyed the story more as well. I would say that that if there's one movie so far from the series that I definitely want to see, I, I want to see The Magician's Nephew. And um, we know. we You made that very clear okay. last week. We don't need to cover gotcha. that again. All right. So there you go. <laughs> movie review. Now, there's another movie that we saw that we got on Redbox. We did. Um, I was uh, very much burned out the other day. Um, all the kids had, had friends over, and you can hear all about that on, uh, what was that show I do? Um, the Full-Time Mom. <laughs> Mm-hmm. What was it? One fifty-two, three, something like I don't know. Yeah, the anyway, one you did today. Um, the one I did today. It was should be one. It's one fifty something. It's one fifty. I'm looking three. now. Three. Now you're making me look. One fifty-three. Okay. Anyway, full time. I talked about. I talked about. I talked about the kids having friends over. So at the end of that day, after all of the friends have been returned and you know to their rightful owners. I was just really wanting to sit down and have some serious quiet time. And um, 
there, there was nothing on TV to watch. There was nothing that um, we had recorded. We don't currently have a Netflix movie in the house, which I didn't look to see what we could stream on Netflix. But um, so I decided to go and get a movie out of Redbox. And I chose um, Ramona and Beezus, which has um, Selena Gomez in it. And um, the little girl who plays Ramona is Joey King. I loved this movie. This was an amazing movie. From beginning to end, I loved this movie. I loved the the portrayal of sibling rivalry in this movie between the sisters. I loved the way they showed um, how kids take on the stress of the parents. Even if the parents try to hide it, you know, even if you're trying to hide that stress, your kids still feel it. And they take, I thought they did a fantastic job of, I just, I loved it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely loved it. And the little girl who plays Ramona is adorable. Right. And this is, uh, again, the movie is called Ramona and Beezus. And that is uh, Ramona and B-E-E-Z-U-S dot com. You can go check out the uh, things there. But but seriously, this, my friends, uh, both, nor- you know, if you need, if you're looking for a movie to go out see as a family, go see Narnia, The Voyage of the Darn Trider. Absolutely a great movie. Uh, and if you're looking for a cheaper movie night just for the family, go to the Red Box and grab Ramona and Beezus. And I'm telling you, this movie is, I mean, absolutely great. It, we all enjoyed it. I, I mean, mean, it has all lot, of us. Um, for those of you who like the the TV show Grey's Anatomy, it's got um, Sandra O. Oh. Sat down to watch. Here's the thing. I knew that it was about these sisters. And I knew that Selena Gomez was in it. And then we sit down to watch it and we John Corbett is the dad. I'm like for the win. Um, uh, Josh Damal is the neighbor. I yeah. mean, again, for the win. Uh, Jennifer something or other played in um, the Johnny Cash movie. Um, again, it had a fantastic cast. It yeah. really did. Yeah. It's awesome. And Sandra Oh played the teacher that was awesome exactly so so we won't tell you the the whole breakdown of the movies because we don't want to spoil anything for you but we want to say again going to the movies narnia definitely a good deal um you know and for an at-home movie night with the family ramona and Beezus, you cannot go wrong with that movie it is great it is and you can't um you can't stream it on netflix but you can get the disc so yeah someone was asking in the chat room all right so hey we have some feedback from eric fisher who is on a new media or social media fast although i must disagree with sending in the feedback which because he's still listening so that's I don't know. Um, I'm, I, I question your fast. Well, Eric. here's the deal. He actually spoke all about that in his original call, which was a just above four minutes in length. But I had to edit Eric down. Now, I did send him a note. I, I edited Eric, uh, much like I used to edit my wife. <laughs> and I, uh. I've since quit doing. But I did edit Eric down to three minutes and uh, got his approval for the the new re- newly the revised new revised here, here here's the Eric, here's okay. the revised version of Eric's feedback uh, right here. It's three minutes in length. Take it away, Eric. And this is Eric Fisher, and uh, I just wanted to call in and say, Cliff, I cannot believe you didn't even know Tron from 1982 existed. We were on a road trip over uh, Christmas break, and I'm, we were catching up, my wife and I on about the last four or five episodes of Family from the Heart because 
that's the only way that uh, it's easy for uh, both of us to listen to it and enjoy it the best that way anyway. And I hear you talk about going to see Tron Legacy, and I'm like, okay, cool, trying to hear you know what you thought about it. And then I hear you're like, you hadn't seen the first one, and I'm like, Cliff, geeky cred person that I know has not seen Tron, and I've seen Tron, and I'm like... I, I remember, I think I'm like four or five years younger than you. So it's still the same kind of generation to a point. And I remember seeing that movie when I was really little and loving it, plus playing the, you know, light cycle game and all that kind of stuff in the arcade. So I was just, it blew my mind that you had never seen the original Tron. And you definitely need to. Now, obviously, a movie made in 1982, graphic effects and all that stuff. Do not hold a candle to the stuff they can do these days, obviously. And I've just seen Tron Legacy, and, it, and it's beautiful. But uh, for its time, it was groundbreaking and mind-blowing what you could do with that effect. Now, it looks a little bit cheesy now, but you could still appreciate it totally. So you really need to see it. Oh, by the way, I really loved that you talked about making your Christmas traditions your own, like creating your own and doing your own. And, and actually, I'd love to hear, and I'm sure you will, talk about what you thought of the new Narnia movie. My personal opinion is they will never all live up to the books. The books are so much better, very much like the whole Harry Potter thing. And I liked the first Narnia movie somewhat. The second one, I didn't like at all. The third one, I've not seen yet, but I figure it'll be better than the second one and not as good as the first one. And and by the way, the next four books really stand alone are weird ones to even try to make into movies if you look at them as individual books and movies. But anyways, anyway, really appreciate that you are making me think again about how to make Christmas less of a crank time and more of an enjoyable time and do it on your own. And, you know, but it's hard to do that. So I'd like to hear, how do you guys do that? Do you completely cut ties with family expectations? How do you juggle what your external extended family expects of you at Christmas versus what you individually as your five unit family do? Because that's what I'm trying to figure out how to do better and better each year. So anyway, talk to you later. And I've rambled on for four or five minutes now. So talk to you later. Bye. All right, Or Eric. edited at three. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, now, I think that Eric, Cliff was sending me, Cliff was passing notes in class. <laughs> on toilet paper. <laughs> no, yeah, thank goodness it's unused. He yes, didn't blow that his one, nose that on one was again. not used. Um. No, he was asking, how do you uh, juggle the ex- um, expectations, expectations of being of with family? External family versus, you know, our five-person unit. And I think that that is a very good question. Yes. And um, I think in the beginning it was it was more difficult. I mean, we've been doing this for, I know, five years because it's always been the five of us since McKenna was born. Yeah. So um, it, it's been at least five, maybe six seven years that we've been doing this now. And, um, in the beginning it was a, it was a huge struggle. And, um, and now I just kind of, I just kind of look at it as, um, protecting my, my family. I'm, I'm protecting my unit of of the five of us. And I mean, because there are still snarky marks said by some people and, um, like who, 
like your mom and your grandma still, you know. Do they? I don't. Yes. Even, I don't even pay attention. I what know. do they say? I know. Just just things like hey, check this out. I could do this. You could do that. Yeah, that works. There you go. See, would this work next week? If you do it, yeah, and stay focused and just not the- turn around to check the chat and all that good stuff. Uh, we'll, so. see, we'll see how this goes the rest of the show. Okay, but um. You got your microphone cracks me up. I hate sitting there because it frustrates me so. Keep it, talking. It I'm never, mute. it never um, twists and and stays in the place where I, I want it to. Anyway, um, so yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry if you guys could be watching what Cliff is doing over there, fighting with his microphone. Um, anyway, Cliff's mom and and grandma still say things like, you know, well, we used to do it this way, but. But, you know, then they wanted to do their own thing. And and so, you know, we took a lot of the brunt of that because we were the first ones, you know, that um, <laughs> that that had kids. But but now that that his sister, you know, has has her own family, she wants to do, you know, her own thing also. So um, now it's just kind of the norm and I'm able to put those. And, you and know, those snide remarks aside and just say, you know what? This is to protect my family five unit. And I completely know and understand and remind myself often that there is going to come a year when our daughter is going to have. A, and I say daughter because, you know, she's the first, she's to the go. first one to go <laughs> when she's not you know, going to want to come home for Christmas and go to a movie and have Chinese. You know, she's already like, so she's already asking me, mom, how far away am I allowed to go to college? And I told her she's not allowed to have her freshman and sophomore years at a university that's any farther than a six hour driving distance. Mm-hmm. That that's, that's the limit that I have set. She, she can't be any farther than a six hour driving distance. The first two years of college. There you go. Um, and she wants to, um, but she wants to live in New York when she grows up. She, I mean, this is these are the things that we've been talking about recently. And so, you know, I remind myself that they're not always going to want to come home. You know, someday they're going to have a family of their own and it will be our job to go to their house. You know, it, it will be. So I, I, I pray that when it comes our turn that we are understanding in that and not putting that stress on our children that our parents initially put on us. Right. Does any of that make sense? It make it all makes perfect sense. Okay. And the one thing I will say mm-hmm. is, Eric, the one thing that I do to, to deal with that is... He just goes and I sits just, in a chair and goes to sleep. I just go and I'm oblivious to anybody saying anything about anything. So <laughs> He just doesn't care. Like, I had no idea know. anybody was upset that we right. weren't going to be there on Sunday or and, um, Saturday or you know, whatever and so, it was. We still, we've yet to have, you know, any holiday get togethers with my parents. Um, my dad is, is very understanding and, um, he just kind of lets us kids get together and, and plan it and he'll show up wherever and whenever, you know, we get those plans nailed down, but there's a lot more of us. And so to, to pick a day that we can all get together is difficult and, um, and my mom's coming over tomorrow. So yes, she is. You know, it, it's um, I it is um, advice to Eric would just be to protect your unit of three, and and to not you know well, let and, and out. The, and so, I think the other thing is is that we make make sure that we have time mm-hmm. with our family 
you know, that, that other, right. those other times. I think right. that's the big thing. We're not abandoning our families and right. not seeing them during Christmas. Just on that one day. Just that one day. Just that one day we had. And, and with us, it was, it, we were to a place where we were having, um, to we, split up our Christmas day to be so many different places. But one place we were going on Christmas day was a repeat of where we had been the day before the day before. And so it was just, it was toning. We were just toning down our Christmas and yep. you like how I just tied that in. I know. Yeah. To full time yeah. mom. Anyway, um, really it just was like, you know, we're, we're expected to be all of these places and we're not having any time to, um, to spend with our family. And I, I don't know if I shared the story last week, but I'll share it again. There was this one Christmas when, um, when I was a kid and, um, we were, we always had to be at my stepmom's parents' house on Christmas day and they lived an hour away. And there was a one year where my parents woke us up at 5 a.m. so we could open our Christmas gifts from them and from Santa Claus um, so we could be at her mom's house by 9 a.m. So we they, they woke us up at 5, and I never wanted to have that for my kids. I never wanted it to be a rush through our day, through our time, so that we could be somewhere else. Right. And so I just, I, I protected that, and when it came time... I just kind of, I stamped my feet and got my way. Yeah. And, and, and I, I tell you, things, things are much better now. I mean, it, it, it's, it's nice to know that we're going to have Christmas Day together. We do have those traditions. We do. Um, I think it'd probably be easier for some people who don't have divorced families. Right. I mean, your mom and dad were divorced. My mom and dad divorced. So that automatically gives us four places to go. And if grandparents all have to still have their ties, right? then it, it was, it was, it was crazy. So um, it was obnoxious. That's how we deal with it. That is that is exactly how we deal with it. And uh, and I think we had a very good Christmas day this year. We did. It was very good. I mean, you slept in until like 11. Mm-hmm. So did Megan. And um, I had been up since like seven. I I had done a ton of things before you guys even woke up. Yeah. And um, McKenna, was, which I expected, she's five. You know, McKenna was um, just itching all morning to open her gifts, but um, but understood that we were going to do other things first. Yeah. You know, and she kept asking, when's daddy going to wake up? When's daddy going to, you know, when are we going to do, when are we going to open our presents? When, when's dad going to wake up? And, but, um, but I love that that wasn't the focus of our morning. Yeah. You know, it was very good once it happened and everyone loved, you know, what they got, but. It was um, it was nice to not have it be the focal point of the morning. Yeah, it was it was it, Chris, this this Christmas was probably one of the best. It was. It really was. Cinerox and all. Cinerox. Exactly. <laughs> Stephanie and her Cinerox. So here's what happened is that um, my very good friend Allison um, made cinnamon rolls from scratch for um for her husband Stephen's birthday. And I happened to be in Columbus at the time, so I had one. They were fantastic. Asked her to email me the recipe. And um, and she did. So I got up on Christmas morning, and I started to make the dough and and fix the cinnamon rolls. Um, what happened was my dough didn't rise. I was very aware of the problem for once it was time to check on it, and it hadn't 
um, risen, but there wasn't enough time to start a whole nother batch. Okay. So I uh, laid hands on the dough and I said a little prayer for it. And, uh, <laughs> I, I went about um, just putting it together, knowing that they weren't going to be light and fluffy. And, you know, I, I knew that go- I the whole time. Mm-hmm. And um, so I, I kept working on them, kept doing, you know, everything that all the other things that I was, I was cleaning up the living room and, you know, I knew that we were going to be taking video of Megan opening her, her iPhone and um, was just really busy, honestly, doing a lot of other things. And when it came time to actually bake the cinnamon rolls, um, I checked on them and I honestly think I should have pulled them out when I checked on them rather than the let me go put this away and come back and get them. Because when I came back and got them, um, they were not golden brown. They were like Dark golden brown. Dark, dark golden brown. (laughs) And then we let them sit there for like 15 minutes before we actually ate them. When it came time to eat them, let me just tell you, thank goodness for icing made with butter and powdered sugar. Because it really was the the sweetness of of the icing that covered up the fact that we had Cinerox. Cinerox. It will forever be the Christmas with Cinerox. I just want to point out that you dubbed the title. I did. I did. Rocks. I, I did not. No, no one else did. It was completely mine. And even when I, I was putting, you know, everyone's on their plate and they're pouring their orange juice and getting our devotion ready. And we were sitting down at the table. I said, come get your Cinerox. And, you know, um, but I'm, I'm completely the kind of person who can laugh at myself and say, you know what? That didn't go right. That doesn't mean I haven't made cinnamon rolls before and they did go right. This time they didn't. And uh, They want to know if you'll put your Cinerock recipe in the... Uh... Well, it's not mine, but I'll ask for permission. And if I get it, I will. All right. Fair enough? Fair enough. Okay. All right. And um, so, yeah, I'm perfectly able to to laugh at myself and say, you know, that didn't work out this year. We'll see what we have next year. Right. Well, I'll tell you what, it's about time to say thank you to somebody who has been a huge blessing to the Family from the Heart podcast and our lives personally for the last three years. And that would be our great friends over at Mardell.com, M-A-R-D-E-L.com slash G-S-P-N. Head over to that website, M-A-R-D-E-L.com slash G-S-P-N. You can see the featured products that we I uh, definitely think you should check out if you don't have a uh, hold of already. Uh, and of course, the great thing about it is if you want to, you can go over to Mardell.com and use promo code GSPN in the shopping cart and you get 10% off of anything and everything you put in there. And it's a wonderful way to not only save the 10%, but to say thank you to Mardell.com for sponsoring this podcast. Now, I know last month we had a record setting month of the number of orders that were placed. And, and I think that that probably had a lot to do with, you know, or not last month. Oh, actually, no, we're still in December. So yeah, in November, we had a record number, a lot of Christmas orders and stuff like that place. So um, uh, very excited to next week receive what happened this month with our sponsorship. And uh, it's it's always been a blessing to to see those results and that uh, Mardell's sponsor, uh, our sponsor, sends to us on a monthly basis. And you guys have been faithful to uh, say thank you to them. And we just thank you for that. So, right. Thank so, you. um, there's something that that I, I want to answer a question that was in the in the chat room. All right. But I want to give a little um, 
disclaimer. Uh oh. Disclaimer. Um, if you're listening with young children, uh-huh. that maybe you would want to turn off right now and finish later. Okay. 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 Um, so I'm going to say that right now. That if you're listening with young children, turn off and finish later. Okay. Okay. And so now I'm going to answer the question of guest 656, who says, 11 a.m., what about Santa Claus giving the gifts in the early morning? Oh. Um, well, guest uh, 657. We haven't talked about this in a while. We haven't talked about this in a long time, but we have um, we have covered it you know, very much in the past, is that Santa Claus does not come to our house. No. He, um, he skips over right over top of our house. And- yeah. It's all of our neighbors. Right. And and our five-year-old chose to believe in Santa Claus this year and um, was not all too disappointed when she woke up and there were no extra gifts. Um, wasn't too disappointed when she put out the reindeer food and found it still in the snow the next morning. You know, um, it, she really she just, okay, mom and dad didn't lie to me, you know. It's an, I don't know how it's going to go when she goes back to kindergarten and she sees her teacher as a liar, but, um, you know, we'll, we'll deal with that when it comes. Um, yeah, we don't, we, um, have always been very upfront and honest with them. It, it was, um, something that we talked about in depth when we, um, had Megan and it, you know, came time to have her first, well, her second Christmas because she was only a month old for her first one. Yeah. And, um, we were still in that new parent haze. We didn't really know what was going on. And um, so it, it was a decision that we made. Yeah. That uh, we weren't. We. It's not It's have, not that we're opposed to people no? teaching their kids about Santa Claus and having that that fantasy for them or whatever the case may be. But um, it was it was a conscious decision on our part that we wanted to be honest with our kids. And um, not that we're calling you liars if you don't. Uh, but what we decided is that, you know, there's a lot of things that we that that we typically would be teaching our kids about Santa Claus that are the same attributes that we would attribute to God, right. such as he knows when you're good or bad. You know, he's he's there, but you can't see him, um, you know, and, 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 and all of these other attributes. And, and the thing is, is we want our kids to understand that when we speak of God, that, that he does exist. No, you can't see him. No, he's, you know, I mean, we believe in God and we teach our kids about God and, and the invisible qualities of, you know, of, of who God is and stuff like that. But at the same time, so many of those attributes are also associated with the story of Santa Claus. And there will become a time when they understand Santa Claus is not real. Right. And I don't ever want the question of it. Well, mom and dad were so adamant that Santa Claus was real, but they're also so adamant that, that God is real. Right. And I don't want that to ever be a question. And not that. And the thing is, is, you know what? I was taught that Santa Claus was real. So was I, so was I. And And it never, and it never hurt me or anything like that, but we just decided not to. Well, um, not to participate. One of the things, right? We did. We we decided not to participate, and um, and I tell this all the all the time that one of those deciding factors for me was that I was just tired of Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Um, I was twenty one when Megan was born. I have um, a lot of siblings who um, I'm I'm the oldest, so they're all younger than me. And by the time I was ready to stop believing in Santa Claus, we had to you know carry on the charade for. For my my little sister, and um, then when she was ten, my mom decided to be a good idea to have another baby, and she was four when Megan was born, and so we were still pretending, and I that was that was part of it, and I just decided that at yeah. that point I didn't, you know, I didn't want 
to do that anymore. And then now that I'm older and um, my my kids are older, I really think that that we chose right. And um, you, there was a there was a moment on Christmas Eve at um, Cliff's sister's house when um, she had purchased, you know, just little Dollar Tree stockings for the kids to decorate and then had some stuff to put in them before we left. Mm-hmm. Well, um, her son will be seven in January and um, the, the, the middle one and um, the younger one is, you know, 15 months old, but the middle boy will be seven in January and it came time for us to leave. And Aunt Jessica was putting, you know, the goodies in Megan, Matthew and McKenna stockings. And he's like, well, why? Where's my stuff? Why aren't you going to put it in my stocking? And she said, well, I set it aside and I'm going to put it in your stocking when all of the other stuff gets put in your." And he goes, ha, you're Santa Claus. And he totally caught her. And you I mean, I watched her fumble across the no i just i'm gonna put it in there after santa claus fills it with you and you know i just i watched her fumble Mm -hmm. after he had caught her i mean really don't insult their intelligence like that and just yeah you know i there's nothing wrong with believing i i totally get it you know um my 24 year old sister still likes to believe in santa claus and my mom still gets her gifts from santa claus and um I just respectfully <laughs> decline. All right. And and here's the thing. Now, one of the things that we have done for each of our three children is when they actually ask us about Santa Claus, we actually and, and they say is Santa Claus real? We say, well, let in a way, yes. In a way, yes. So, let's talk about that. And actually, we do sit down and all three of our kids understand and know the story of St. Nicholas where the foundation of Santa Claus came from, actually. You know, we talk about this man who had, you know, made it a habit of giving gifts to people and and how how that all turned about and then how it all became, you know, commercialized and into what it is today. Um, but but no, there was never really a man who traveled around the world to give gifts to every Overnight. young boy. Right? That, you know, that those things are made believe, and they're and they're fun stories. And 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 there's nothing wrong with pretending. But we're going to tell you that there will not be a man that breaks into our home <laughs> and leaves things behind. Right. It's that was funny. I like the way you said that. But <laughs> that's not going to happen. But you know, um, the one funny thing that I had, a uh, funny moment that I had this year was um, on Christmas Eve. We came home from from cliff sisters and um you know we had our evening everybody's in bed mom still has to wrap the presents and um and so i'm sitting there i'm waiting for everyone to fall asleep before i pull them out and wrap them and i had gotten each of the kids a um no sew fleece blanket which was a project that we could work on together to make them this blanket um which we all had i had a lot of fun making matthew and mckenna's by myself and um Megan and I had a good time making um, hers together. And then McKenna and Matthew received um, an iPod touch and Megan got an iPhone and uh, my old three GS. So we didn't purchase it, but we will be paying service on it monthly. Yep. And um, so I, I, I get the presents wrapped and I set them under the tree. There are two presents for each of our children under the tree and one for you from the kids. 
that they had picked out. So I'm looking at our I'm looking at our seven small little gifts under the tree. And then I check Twitter before I go to bed. <laughs> and some of our friends had taken a picture of their tree with their gifts and Santa had come and it's like he descended and dropped Toys of Russ on their <laughs> living room. I'm like, um, I'm okay. I, I'm okay that I don't um play along with the commercialism of the I do oh, not boost the economy. I don't know. I for think Christmas. we I think we boosted Apple's bottom line this year. We did okay, we I, boosted I Apple, we, but but not I, under the tree. I think that they're probably if you were to take the equivalent of what we put down towards all okay. of their stuff. But that, not in one night. I know. You, you know what I mean? I know. And but it was it was funny it was funny for me to to see their tree with, with all of their gifts and, and then to look at Steve. my kids each had two. But they they received plenty. They um we we did our devotion before um we opened our gifts, which was about um the best gift you'd ever received and um had a fantastic time with that. This buzzing in my ear is starting to get louder and louder. Um even as I said it, it got louder. <laughs> How did nice. that happen? I have no idea. Um, there, there's a buzz in my in my headphones for anyone who's wondering. But um, but you know, I, I love telling our kids that the their gifts are there because because God has blessed us this year, right? You know, there there is is stuff there because you know we worked really hard and and God blessed that work. Yep. You know, and this is the biggest gifts our kids have ever received that, from us. Absolutely. And, and they so, understood it was the blessings of God that provided it. And I, I think that there there's nothing greater than we could have given them than that lesson. And that that's just that's just my honest belief. I can't Yeah. Yeah. All right. Very good. All right, bring the kitties back. <laughs> kids can come back. All right, so uh, let's see here. <laughs> Done crushing their hopes and dreams. There we go. Um, so let's see here. We have we're at forty two minutes. Uh, I think we have time to talk about one thing that I okay. I'd like to talk to you about possibly making a part of our Christmas tradition. I don't know if you would be okay. up to this or well, not. Well, that depends on what it is. I I we over the, our Christmas time. I don't know what night it was or whatever, but we watched The Sound of Music. It was on TV. It was on TV. They aired what it on day TV. was that? And um, sun was it Sunday? Okay, so it was the day after Christmas. Yeah. All right. Because we were all yeah. All right. I, I think it was. I think it was Sunday. Um, it really doesn't matter what day it was. Um, we were sitting down to watch TV and we turned it on um, to find the sound of music on. But we had missed my favorite part, mm-hmm. and my favorite part is when he throws the grand ball, mm-hmm. and um, they dance, and they dance out on the on the terrace, and uh, that that's my absolute favorite part. And it was um, it was over, so we went and we pulled out the DVD, and we we put in the DVD to watch a three hour movie at nine p.m. and loved every minute of it. Yes. So, so my question is, what do you, I mean, we have this movie, we, everybody in our family, all five of us, we all love this movie. My question is, what do you think about making this a part of like, you know, Christmas day that, you know, sure we can go still go see a movie that day or whatever Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. But what do you think about that night 
watching Sound watching the sound of music fun. each year. That would be fun. Or or Christmas Eve. No, Christmas Eve. Christmas too late. Eve would be. It's yeah. too late. I mean, we, we are, met really early in the day um, yeah. this year, but I, which I liked, by mm-hmm. the way. I, I did. I, oh, I liked the buzzing how, stopped. Good. Just hold your arm up right like that. <laughs> just gonna hold my arm. Do not move. <laughs> it's like my antenna. Yes. Okay, and it's it's not back. So yeah, I don't know. Um. Oh yeah, it is. Hold on. No, it's back. Um, but no, I think that that would be fun. I, I think that would be a lot of fun. Yeah. Because, I mean, yeah. g- by the way, we love um, The Sound of Music. and and The kids are going to ask my mom if she wants to watch it tomorrow. Okay. When, you know, yeah. they want to put it on when she comes over tomorrow. It's such so. a timeless movie. It is. It really is. I don't know is. what loved, it is about um, that movie that, that I could just watch it over and over again. It, I don't either. It, and so last night we sat down... Um. I guess Oprah got the cast together and and they did an interview for the first time since the movie released in 1965 mm-hmm. and um and we watched it last night they they showed it in rerun the other day and um I love that that you know <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm distracted by your microphone I'm sorry <laughs> But now, um, knowing that, you know, they didn't really know what kind of iconic classic they were making, you know, it really is one of those, those great classic movies that yeah. is just timeless. And so I don't, I, I'm all for that. I'll do that. All right. Well, the it, chat very room good. went away. It went, it went oh, in did sleep you? mode, and then I could see myself like a mirror. Ew, that was yeah. Make sure yeah. you hit the refresh button. Anyway, I think we're about ready to wrap things up here. Yeah. We, you know, we've got a. It's been it is it has been a good year in 2010. In fact, um, for anybody who heard me kind of whining and complaining about how horrible and miserable life has been as I've been sick and all the other terrible things that right. happen, blah 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 blah. I encourage you to go over to. Um, uh, pursuing a balanced life.com and check out episode number 483 and then listen to episode 484 484 is an amazing story and i haven't even told stephanie all about it yet so uh several people have heard it many times different times today <laughs> but you were sleeping last night when it happened and uh while you were sleeping while you were sleeping um vicky in the chat room and this i'm sorry and it kind of interrupts you but yes yesterday um, Agatha Von Trapp, which was um, the a daughter of of um, Gay Organ and Maria Von Trapp, died yesterday at uh, ninety seven. I think oh, she wow. was ninety seven years old. Yeah. So. But anyway. Um, so I was sleeping when something. Didn't we go to bed at the same time last night? We did, but I didn't. I mean, my my. Phone, oh, you were like listening to something. I was or, li- I was yeah. playing a game on my iPad. You were playing a game, and I had just laid my head down, and uh, my PayPal came through, and a certain affiliate commission came in last night. Oh, okay. Are you ready for this? I guess I yeah. can tell you now. Okay. Hold on. Let me look. I got to look at the. Hold I, on. He's got to look. He's going to well, run out of what, music. It, I'm going to run out of music. He'll tell me when. It's I'll tell you what. Three, I think it was $3,392.50 came in. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. From one affiliate check. And uh, let's just put it this way. It ended the month well. Very good. That that I'd love to hear that, especially knowing how much you were freaking out about it yes. yesterday. <laughs> yes. Right. Anyway, God is so, good. God is good. And he has very much blessed us in 2010. And I'm very much looking forward to 2011. 
We'll talk to you all next week. God bless you all and happy new year.